the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I lasted about six minutes. Well, I said yesterday that the only thing that would make watching the Democrats debate last night would be Donald Trump live tweeting through the whole thing. He tweeted early on with one word, boring, and I didn't hear much after that or see much after that, so I, I bailed. The world record for pandering was broken last night, and here's the point where I bailed out. Necesitamos incluir cada persona en el éxito de esta economía. Pero si queremos hacer eso, necesitamos incluir cada persona en nuestra democracia. Uh, cada, votar, ca cada votante necesitamos la representación y cada voz necesitamos escuchar. Gracias. Uh, that, that was uh, Robert O'Rourke, who couldn't wait to speak Spanish. Uh, that set the tone for the pandering. And as I said, uh, I was uh, gone right after that. Couldn't take it, but I did miss this from Cory Booker. La situación, la situación ahora es inaceptable. Este presidente ha atacado, ha demonizado los inmigrantes. Es inaceptable y voy a cambiar ese. Oh, boy. I'm not sure if anybody else spoke Spanish, but the best thing that may have come out of them doing it, maybe the best thing to come out of the debate, maybe the best thing to come out of the entire political season, uh, is, is a new word. Now, listen to what a Democrat a strategist named Fernand Amande said when he was asked on NBC, MSNBC if speaking Spanish was a good idea. You know, I think it signals, Stephanie, the importance of the Hispanic vote, the fact that many unprompted went there with the Spanish language, but it felt a little bit like hispandering to me. Uh, and if you're going to do some of this stuff, come out, with, come out with a little bit better than the D-minus high school Spanish. You know, at least you want to go with the A-plus. Um, but having said that, it is an important segment of the electorate. You see the case being made, and I think that's going to be something pronounced tonight. We'll see tonight if another candidate or two to go in that direction as well. Yeah, who will it be? And speaking of pandering, here's uh, the only Hispanic on the panel, Julian Castro, but he's pandering to another community. Everybody has a community. Would your plan cover abortion, Mr. Secretary? Uh, yes, it would. Uh, I don't believe only in reproductive uh, freedom. I believe in reproductive justice. And, you know, what that means is that just because a woman, or let's also not forget... Someone in the trans community, a trans female, uh, is poor doesn't mean they shouldn't have the right to exercise that right to choose. And so I absolutely would cover the right to have an abortion. Uh, that's right, even for a man. Uh, right there on national TV in a debate among people who are serious about becoming president of the United States, someone said that men who think they're women should also have the right to an abortion, and nobody laughed. So what do you do to stand out tonight if you're in the second group of ten? My advice would be a funny hat. Not a sombrero, because that would be his spandering, but a funny hat would have to be worth a few percentage points in the poll for somebody like, uh, what's his name, Slawwell, who's so far behind, he owes points. And uh, yesterday... We gave you the, the betting odds on all kinds of things related to the debate. And you, you can bet again tonight. There's all kinds of prop bets. If you didn't catch it yesterday, all kinds of great things like whether or not Joe Biden is, uh, is going to hug somebody, one of, the, one of the females. And you can do that again tonight, so check it out. When we come back, we'll have the guy who sets the lines uh, and makes those prop bets for you. So get your money ready. Get your bets ready, and that'll give you some reason to watch the stupidity that's going to unfold tonight on national TV with 10 idiots. Bright light city, gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. Got a whole lot of money that's ready to burn, so get those stakes up higher. Viva Las Vegas! Viva Las Vegas! 
We've been telling you about something called Miracles and Moon for a few weeks here, and uh, the president and CEO, Mike Magolik, joins us. Thanks for having us, John. We appreciate all the support. Mike, your son has a genetic disorder that makes him someone who will appreciate this field, right? Yeah, that's correct. Our youngest son, Luke, has a rare genetic disease called 5P-. About 30 to 35 kids a year in the U.S. are born with wow, it. Wow, that's all. Um, yeah, so the main reason that we're building this field with the help of the community is that we want everyone everyone to have a team, everyone to use a restroom with the dignity that they deserve, mm-hmm. and have families to have a safe place to play. You're not getting any federal taxpayer money here, right? So this is all donations that's going to get this thing done? Yeah, that's correct. Everyone talks about how great Pittsburgh is, and our board can definitely feel that because the money that we've raised, close to $2 million, have been from individuals, companies, and foundations. And if you'd like to see how you can help, please go to the website. Check it out at miraclesinmoon.org. Miraclesinmoon.org. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, a warrior is more than a team name. Here, at their fully accredited K-12 grade Christian school, just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, a warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. A warrior is challenged to learn as they develop a strong work ethic, achieve academic excellence, and cultivate a lifelong love of learning. And a warrior is trained to lead through Christian character and integrity so they can impact the world for Christ by their example wherever God calls them. So, are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School, a fully accredited K-12 grade Christian school just 15 minutes north of Cranberry where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. That's O-U-R-P-C-S.org. Are you overwhelmed, unable to think clearly or sleep well at night, or just trudging through each day but not really enjoying your life? I'm a counselor with Faithful Counseling, and that feeling of distress can sometimes be because you're wrestling with a problem that seems too big or too impossible to overcome. Other times, people are consumed by a past hurt. I'm part of a network of Christian counselors, fellow believers, trusted therapists who share your faith. We want to give you a free week so you can try us out. You can begin a conversation with one of us by text or phone, even video conferencing today. Are you ready to shake this off and begin enjoying your life? If it's not for you, cancel during your first week and you'll not pay a dime. Go to TryFaithfulCounseling.com. It's time to talk to someone who can help. Go now to TryFaithfulCounseling.com. It's so easy to get started, and your first week is free. Go now to TryFaithfulCounseling.com. It's time to stand with Israel. Consider the lifelong impact of joining The Answers, Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher on the Stand with Israel Tour this December 2nd through 11th. More than a vacation, this journey will guide you through centuries of faith and culture as you visit iconic places right out of Scripture. Along the way, your hosts will broadcast on-site while you watch and participate. Together with like-minded travelers, you'll see over 40 iconic sites during the 10-day tour where you can pray at the Western Wall in Old City, Jerusalem, float in the Dead Sea, and take a boat out onto the water of the Sea of Galilee. Have you ever wanted to walk inside the Garden Tomb? Register today for the Stand with Israel Tour this December 2nd through 11th. Just go to our website for more details and registration information at theanswerpgh.com slash Israel. That's theanswerpgh.com slash Israel. You're listening to the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The Answer. Well, yesterday we had some fun telling you all about the bets you could have made on the debate last night, and you can do it again tonight for round two if you'd like. Adam Burns is the headlinesman at the place where you can place those bets, sportsbetting.ag, and he joins us now. Adam, thanks for being here. No problem, anytime. So we spent a lot of time here on the show yesterday talking about the prop bets you guys were uh, getting um, setting out there at, uh, uh, for the debate. Did you get much action on the debate? Yeah, I- Politics over the last few years is one of our biggest growing um, things that people are betting on. Wow! I think the whole I think the whole Trump thing really um, kind of encouraged that. So we try to put up as much as we can, whether it's betting on who's the next president or who's the next Democratic nominee or Republican Republican nominee. We also put up stuff for debates and anything that's sort of going on in in, in the news at the time. And we've had we probably had over. 
20, 30 things to bet on um, just for the debates uh, yesterday and then, of course, tonight as well. Yeah, now, um, I wasn't going to ask you about this, but now that you brought it up, uh, how, how did the bookies do on the Trump election? Well, a few years before Trump was elected, we had him up at 1,000 to 1. So um, before he was, like, even considering kind of actually running. Yeah. So we, we had some big liability, obviously. Really? On, on that. Yeah. Um, but what we did was the day um, of the election, we actually left up um, the odds, and we, we ran it live betting. So you can actually bet throughout the day of the election uh-huh. of, of, you know, who's going to win or yeah. whatnot. And um, we actually won. You know, we, we, we got a little money back. So it wasn't the worst result in the world for us. So very. But, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go we ahead. definitely did. We definitely did lose on on Donald Trump winning the last election. So very few people on election day 2016 were betting on Trump. Yeah, during that day, um, we were taking tons of money on Hillary, <laughs> but he, he ended up winning. So it was actually worked out well for us in in the, in the long run because we got rid of some of our uh, liability. But like I said, you know, when he, if you bet him three years before he was he was uh, elected, yeah. you know, you got him at a thousand to one. So I mean. There are a few people who cashed out pretty nice. But overall, for the book, it wasn't the worst result. And going into this election, Trump is our biggest loser right now for the book. Um, he's at even money, so that's one-to-one. So um, for people who don't understand that, it's basically if you bet 100 bucks on Trump, you win an extra $100. So even whatever your bet is, you win you win that back. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have any... <laughs> I wasn't planning on talking about this, but it's, it's kind of interesting to me. Did you notice any Russian money coming in on Election Day? No, not really. Uh, <laughs> maybe a couple bets, but but nothing uh, nothing too shady. So yeah. So uh, so Hillary Hillary thinks it was rigged. Uh, you didn't see any signs from the from the betting angle that anybody was doing anything funny, did you? No, not really. I mean, we always have our sharp betters, as we call them, that uh, took advantage of some lines that we were maybe giving some value on some people um, just because of our positions on the and our liabilities but nothing nothing too out of out of the ordinary did you set the lines for the for the debate last night yep um, and and how serious were you about about setting those odds i mean how you're normally dealing with sports most of the time um, how were you able to just use your whatever method you use for sports to transfer that over to politics yeah like I always get asked this question, and it's not like setting a line on an NFL game, right? If mm-hmm. the you know, Buffalo Bills play the New York Jets or what, whatnot, you know, you have a line, and the winner is the winner, and the loser is the loser. So there's a lot that comes into it. Um, we're trying to take a guess and putting it into percentages. I mean, I used to be a math teacher, so I just try to put things in percentages yeah. and put it up. And then we'll basically move the lines based on the money that's coming in. So if we see... You know, how many times will Biden be said last night, which was none of, they didn't say him at all. We had it two and a half times, and we were getting bet on the over two and a half times quite a bit. Uh-huh. Uh, we ended up winning quite a bit on the under on that one. But it's a guess, and it's sort of, we're just, I've been doing this for so long. I've been over, you know, 15 years in this business doing these kind of crazy, exotic prop bets um, for all, not only sports, but entertainment, politics, business, and everything. So, we sort of have a an idea of what the right number should be, but we'll also move it pretty aggressively based on the money coming in. We're talking to Adam Burns. He's the headlinesman at sportsbetting.ag. He's the guy that sets the lines for uh, betting out there. And yesterday we talked a lot about the uh, the betting, um, the prop bets, and everything for the debate. And there's another debate tonight. So, um, but what what got what bet got the most play uh, from your uh, your choices for the debate last night? Um, what, well, last night was the how many times Biden, as I mentioned, oh, okay. said during the debate. Um, that was probably the biggest one for last night. But we still have a lot for tonight. Um, probably some of them is how many times Trump will be said over the two nights. Um, people, we had a 20 and a half times. Um, people were betting the over quite heavily uh, on that. Yeah. Um, to be honest, and I'm not going to lie to you, I didn't. I had one of the guys count it last night. I don't even know what the, the, the I don't number either. was last night. No. But um, we're gonna we're gonna tally it up tomorrow morning and 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 settle all those bets. So so twenty and a half is for two two nights. Yeah, for both nights, correct. Mm-hmm. And then we have stuff like um, you know uh, people's uh, poll position on July first. You know, so Bernie Sanders, Warren, Aurora Harris, 
all these people, uh, Trump's rating, um, you know, what, what, what will there be the poll rating on, uh, on July 1st? And a lot of people like kind of betting on that sort of stuff as well. And people were betting both sides, you know, up, at, up and down. Um, but I think Warren yesterday, um, from what I can tell, um, did pretty well. And it'll be interesting tonight to see what Biden, as he's, he's the favorite for the, uh, for a Democratic candidate, um, just behind, um, well, just ahead of uh, uh, Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. Um, so for people who don't bet, what does it mean when you say on the question, for example, will any candidate say concentration camp? The vote that was uh, uh, that 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 was stated this way: that uh, yes is a plus four hundred and no is minus six hundred. What does that mean? Yeah, so uh, plus four hundred means if you would bet a hundred dollars, you would win four hundred profit. Um, minus six hundred means if you would have to bet six hundred to win a hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, uh, whenever it says plus, you're you're gaining money. You, you bet less to win more, and when it says minus, you bet more to win less. But there's a reason that those are favored. So the minus means it's, it's basically the favorite. And, and this is interesting because you said you're a former math teacher. Uh, yep. I'm guessing in Canada from based on your accent. Yes, I'm from Canada. See, I never miss on those. I, I, I'm uh, <laughs> the son of a Canadian mother, and I spend a lot of time up there. So <laughs> I have to – I have. it's just so obvious to me, probably not to everybody else. Anyway, um, so uh, it, who is in charge with coming up with the prop bets, the, the, the actual – what – not necessarily the odds, but the the bets themselves. Yeah, I mean, we have a team of um, you know odds makers and uh, some PR people that come up with these ideas. They come to me, uh, we go through them, we filter through them. I mean, we don't put up everything, but we put up whatever we can. And we like on our site at, at sportsbetting.ag, we like putting up as much as we can for people that's not sports related as well. Just that there's a diff- you know you you can get engaged in a different way. Um, and it's fun, and it's it's uh, it's interactive, and you know you can watch the debate tonight and count how many times, you know they say Trump or stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, so there, it's sort of a mix of um, a group of people that come up with these ideas, and we also encourage people um, to send us ideas, uh, you know, to, to my Twitter, to Bet Online Burns, or the BetOnline.ag Twitter, or Dave Mason um, Twitter, and we'll as much as we can accommodate people so that if they want to bet on something that we didn't think of and we want to get the players engaged and let them have some fun with it, we'll, we're always willing and able to put up stuff like that. And, it, and it, it's pretty fun for the, for the client as well, you know. So uh, if you have something that you think of, then you can just, you know, hit us up and we'll, we'll, we'll do our best to get it on there. Give me those uh, places to go again. Yep. BetOnlineBurns. Okay. BetOnline.ag and Dave Mason. Okay. Those three Twitter handles, um, you can hit us up there, um, and we're pretty we're pretty reactive and and, and responsive to everyone. You got and, uh, and we like actually doing it. And we like getting the the, mm-hmm. the recommendations. Uh, can you give me some other prop bets you have for tonight? Maybe that you didn't have last night. Checking now. <laughs> um, well, the, the the one that everyone's kind of liking is will. Biden hug or touch any of the women candidates? <laughs> who's 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 so, betting yes on that? I mean, come on, you can't be getting. All... No, it's mostly it's about eighty percent on the no, but there's yeah. a couple of people betting yes. Yeah, um, but those are sort of the fun ones that we do. And I mean, I mean maybe it's in bad taste or not, but uh, who cares? Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, we've it's put up, you know, yeah, yeah, we've put up stuff probably worse than that before. Yeah. So, um, but uh, that, those are the type that uh, you know for tonight are getting probably the most action. Now, um, you have Biden as the favorite to get the nomination right now at plus one seventy five, or that's seven to four. Correct. Elizabeth yeah. Warren at plus three fifty, or seven to two. Um, what are the chances? Of, let's say that um, that uh, Joe Biden makes a major gaffe tonight that everybody's talking about, and that he really blew the debate. Um, or uh, could that could that number change as soon as tomorrow? Well, right after the debate tonight, we'll have these reopened. In the in the more like probably right after the um, the debate, and I could see if he really screws up or does something stupid, um, or hugs somebody. Probably yeah, or hugs somebody. <laughs> <laughs> but if if something like that happens, I could see those numbers flipping pretty quickly, uh, and then Warren being the favorite. I, and to be honest, I think it's going to be one of them um, against Trump. Uh-huh. And like I said, Trump's still the favorite to to win it all. Um, 
But I think it would be one of those two that uh, that probably get through. Now, I'm not a political genius, mm-hmm. but um, you know, I do these odds and stuff like that. And just based on the way people are betting, and from reading, you know, the polls and all that sort of stuff, that I think that's sort of the scenario that's going to end up happening, unless Trump just at the last minute decides he doesn't want to run again. Yeah, which you got any odds on is that? Very possible. Yeah. Do you have any? Do you have a bet on that? I don't, but you know what? I could put it up. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, um, I don't think it's uh, a million percent. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't think it's a hundred percent sure that he's that he wouldn't do that. I, you know, he's a maniac, so he could do. He could just get fed up and say, hey, you know what, the hell with it. Um, yeah, and that's what I was saying, saying to one of my friends yesterday at the bar. I was like, he could, he could just say, you know what? I did my four years. I became president. No one thought it would happen. I'm done, and so and that's something he would do. Yep. And, and uh, so again, what are what are the if I if I want to place a bet on Donald Trump to to win in 2020, what do, what odds do I get right now? Right now, he's a favorite. He's even money. So oh, that's what you told me. That okay. So, yeah. Yeah. So he basically he bet a hundred, win an extra hundred. Um, you know, Biden obviously right now and Warren are kind of at four to one and five to one, and then everyone else is sort of a long shot. And I, that, like I said, I think that's the way it's going to play out, barring anything unforeseen. Can you do the? Can you do Trump against the field? Yep, I could definitely do that. And what would what would the, what kind of odds would I get for that? Um, well, it would probably be like if Trump. You know what? A lot's going to depend on the the debate tonight. Okay. And then after we see that, then uh, you know Trump would probably still be the favorite around even money, and then you know minus one forty um, for the for the field to take anyone else. Um, sports betting is your main job. I think I, I'm guessing that that's mostly what you you know more than anything. Uh, you're yeah. the headlinesman there at sportsbetting.ag. How has the um, the state by state legalization changed your business? You know what I get asked this often. Um, for us, you know what the legalization just makes it better for us that people think that um, they're less afraid to to make wagers, and uh, it it really hasn't affected our business. Really. Uh, yeah. And and uh, are you in Las Vegas? No, we're offshore offshore site. Oh, okay. Um, and but uh, yeah, but I am Canadian. Yes. <laughs> but is it is it uh, what you're Freedom doing? Is, <laughs> what you're doing is is perfectly legal. We're, we're we're legalized everywhere out of wherever we operate out of. Yes, correct. Okay. So I mean, I'm not getting any trouble by exposing you here on the radio that you're as um, as. Um, has offline betting changed because of the legalization? No, not really. I mean, I mean uh, offshore betting. I mean, yeah. No, not really. I mean, I think people think that, but it really hasn't affected our business. We're just uh, business as usual. Now, again, this is a more of a sports question, and we're talking to Adam Burns. He's the headlinesman for Sports Betting AG. You can bet on the debates tonight if you go check it out at Sports Betting AG. Uh, when you set an opening line, talking more about a, f- a football game or a sporting event uh, more than this uh, political stuff. How much do the odds reflect what you think the outcome will be, and how much is it based on just generating more bets? Well, when, when you're doing a regular game, I mean, we have formulas and, um, you know, projections that we set up. So if, you know, Team A is playing Team B they're in, in the NFL, they're minus three points. Um, we'll put it up at that. Um, if we see an influx of money right away on, on a certain side, you know, we might move it a little half a point one point will depends on the money coming in but uh, we try not to over adjust because if you over adjust then what happens is um the smart betters come in and, and take advantage of it so we just we have a team of guys that are sort of risk managers that manage the risk and watch the lines pretty much constantly 24 7 um, for every sport so it's quite a big team of guys that are doing this and um and i mean yeah there's sometimes we're going to be wrong you know some people always say the bookies always right but we're not always right i mean there'll be days and there'll be days on an nfl sunday where we get killed yeah but we don't play the games right we just put up the number that we feel is right and, and adjust based on how the money's coming in and who and it's not only how much money's coming in it's who's betting it is it if this sharp better or smart better is hitting at 70 percent and he's picking one side we, we're more likely to move the line towards towards what he's betting very interesting. Uh, Adam, I appreciate you being on. I hope we can have you on again as we get further into the election. And also, uh, well, I'd like to talk to you some more about sports betting. This uh, It's very interesting to me. I appreciate it. Anytime, man. Thank you very much, and we'll be right back.
with SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstrom. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is compromising to allow a vote today in the Senate's bipartisan $4.6 billion border aid bill. Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines reports the issue was forced by moderates within Pelosi's own party. The Democrats, part of a bipartisan group known as the Problem Solvers Caucus, say they have the votes to block an aid package that's being pushed by the left and favored by Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Instead, they're calling on Pelosi to allow a vote on a $4.6 billion package already approved by the Senate. Republicans say that is the only version that will be signed by the president. Meanwhile, the Senate's given its final approval to a Defense Authorization Act for 2020. Deadline for the final completed package is October the 1st. Second Democratic debate tonight, 8 p.m. Central Time from Miami. This is SRN News. Donald Trump has declared war against the Federal Reserve. The winner will determine the outcome of the world's economy. My name's Adam Barada. I'm the author of the national best-selling book, Gold is a Better Way. Trump has called the Federal Reserve crazy, his number one enemy, and believes they've blown a massive asset bubble that their rising rates will pop. Trump knows he must beat the Fed to the punch before they cause another financial collapse. He'll do this by monetizing gold. His brilliant plan will cause the price of gold to double overnight. I lay it all out in my in-depth report, The Mar-a-Lago Accord. To get this report and a free copy of my best-selling book, text the words Trump Gold to 49776. That's Trump Gold to 49776. The U.S. owns more gold than every nation in the world. Trump's about to use that gold to make America great again. Text Trump Gold to 49776. That's Trump Gold to 49776. If you have an IRA or 401k, you absolutely need to see this. Text Trump Gold to 49776. Joe Walsh has seen it all from the left. Christine Quinn is her name. Giving the Democrat view on abortion. When a woman gets pregnant, that is not a human being inside of her. It's part of her body. I've heard a lot. You heard her. It's not a human being. What, what is it then? A fish? What is it? A pineapple? The Joe Walsh Radio Program. Weeknights at 9, right after Larry Elder at 7 on AM 1250. The answer. Here is your new Pella Lifestyle window when open. Here it is. Closed. The new Pella Lifestyle Series is the number one performing wood window and patio door for sound control, energy efficiency, and value. Keep the outside noise outside. More peace and better rest for your family. Exceptional noise control for a quieter home. For a limited time, get $150 off windows and $500 off doors or 48 months no interest. Call 888-77-PELLA, PellaPittsburgh.com. Are you worried that the next market downturn could rob you of your wealth and your security? Are you concerned that your lifetime may last longer than your life savings? You don't have to be. For over 30 years, Gary Hunt has advocated for strong retirement principles, helping families in Allegheny and Westmoreland generate more income while protecting their retirement funds. And Gary now offers retirement-minded savers and investors a free book so you can better understand what it takes to structure a more stable, secure, and confident retirement. Call Gary Hunt and request your copy of Income Allocation, 844-366-HUNT. That's 844-366-486. This is Chris Abernethy of Abernethy and Hagerman. You don't want the government deciding what happens to your estate or how much they will take. At Abernethy and Hagerman, estate administration is the heart and soul of our practice. We have the experience to help not only plan, but administer your estate properly to protect your assets, minimize taxes, and ensure that your inheritance gets to the ones you love. Decide for yourself. Abernethy and Hagerman. Legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. Community Bank. City Mission. Number one Cochrane. Highmark Stadium. Peters Township Community Center. Angelo's Restaurant. What do all these businesses have in common? Nello Construction. Design and build with one company. Nello Construction. Full service construction from the ground up. Renovation. Expansion. Nello Construction. The choice for business. See the projects. Begin the journey at NelloConstruction.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. We now have Evans Avenue shut down in McKeesport because of flooding. This is near 5th Avenue. Want to avoid the area. Lots of delays as well, especially on the outbound Parkway East, Grant Street, all the way out to Forest Hills. Inbound looking pretty typical. Outbound Parkway West slows down Banksville Road to Carnegie. Parkway North also very heavy from McKnight Road to Union Avenue. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. 
The rest of tonight, it'll be partly cloudy, warm, and humid. The low down to 66. Another very warm and humid day for tomorrow under partial sunshine. The high 88 tomorrow night, partly to mostly cloudy and muggy. The low 71. On Saturday, intervals of clouds and sunshine. Very warm and humid with a shower of thunderstorm in the area. The high 87. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm meteorologist Mike Dahl. This is the John Stacker Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Yes, uh, talking about my generation. My generation is the baby boomer generation, which I have uh, called with. Um, out hesitation and shame, the worst generation, as opposed to my dad's generation, which I consider the greatest generation, the guys uh, who were part of the uh, invasion of Normandy that we celebrated about a month ago, that uh, those people are from the greatest generation, and I am from the baby boomers generation, and that would be the worst generation. So, uh, and by the way, the Who did not die before they got old. Except I think one did because uh, Keith Moon. I think yeah, Keith Moon died. So two of them did not die before they got old, and um, they're still alive and they're still playing music. I don't know how. I, I, I actually, someone I know went to their concert here and said it was pretty good just in the last uh, couple of months. So uh, the boomers, uh, the baby boomers. Now, so I came across this. Um, I wanted to get this guy on the show, but he's in Hong Kong, and uh, they're. 24 uh, it's impossible because of his it would we'd have to put him on at five in the morning and so we couldn't we couldn't put it together but his name is lyman stone he's a research fellow at the institute for family studies and this uh, piece that he did appeared in the atlantic appears in the atlantic you can find it there at the atlantic at the at the atlantic.com um all you have to know is this is the first line of the piece that he wrote the baby boomers ruined America. I mean, come on. That's my generation, as the Who said. I actually kind of agree with them. I don't know about ruined, because ruined would mean it's, you know, like beyond repair. Uh, I think they, they went a long way to making things bad and worse than they should be, put it that way. And just in case, you know, a baby boomer is, uh, and I think I, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that a good percentage of the people who are listening to me right now are of my generation, baby boomers, and uh, we're dying off. But you know, hey, uh, you know, have fun while it lasts. But this uh, guy Lyman Stone, he he says that the baby boomers ruined America. Now, just to give you an idea, that's uh, I, I'm not ex- exactly sure. I know that the last year of baby boomers was supposed to be 1965. If you were born after that, you don't qualify as a baby boomer, and I think it's 1945 to 65. And, you know, the baby boomers, the, the because of the end of the war, lots of people had babies. I've said here many times that all of my friends growing up, um, and I mean all of my friends growing up, had at least two siblings. Most had three or four. Uh, everybody had big families, um, and... I went to a Catholic school, so that made it even more likely that I'd know kids who had big families. But uh, just to give you an idea of some of the people who have ruined America, uh, who are um, uh, from that generation, the baby boomers, uh, Bill and Hillary Clinton would be two right up there at the top. I mean, who who has been worse for America than those two? They're they're products of the uh, baby boomer generation. And right there behind them is Al Gore. Now, Al uh, came within, what, about 600 votes of becoming president of the United States. He was already, he, uh, he was vice president, but he's Mr. Climate Change, and he's, he's had done a good job of ruining the world, with, uh, or trying to, with his idi- uh, idiotic uh, claims about global warming and all the people that have been following him and making him rich in the process. And so, I mean, just some other politicians, uh, Chuck Schumer, Who's a pretty visible guy's out there all the time. He's uh, he's a baby boomer. Another one who's done a good job of uh, at least trying to ruin America. And uh, now Nancy Pelosi, she's a little too old. I think she's like seventy eight, which she was born in like thirty uh, nineteen forty one or forty two somewhere in there. So she um, she's a little too old, but she just missed being a baby boomer. And some people in the media, uh, Whoopi Goldberg is a baby boomer. You like her? 
Uh, Chris Matthews, another baby boomer. He's just uh, he's seventy three. He's just just still made it in there. He was born in forty five. And uh, Lawrence O'Donnell on uh, MSNBC is the MSNBC. Yeah, he's another one. These are the these are the people uh, that are in the um, in the media who are baby boomers. Uh, somebody else did I say Whoopi Goldberg? Yeah, she's in there. Uh, by the way, when I was looking up how old she was, I found out that that's not her. That's a completely made up name. Her name is Karen, spelled differently, not K A R E N. It's like C A R. Anyway, it's her name is Karen Johnson. I never knew that until like. 15 minutes ago, uh, that Whoopi Goldberg. Now, I mean, I knew her, her name. She wasn't born with a name and given the name Whoopi, but uh, that's, an, that's a stage name. Um, so it starts off, it says, the baby boomers ruined America. And one of the problems is that uh, the the average American was 32 years old in 2000, but 37 in 2018. Uh, the retiree share of the population is booming while birth rates are plummeting. So uh, for one one reason, and I'll tell you a little bit why he thinks this happens, that uh, people from the young, younger generations, uh, especially the, the current young generation of millennials and maybe kids, people a little older, they aren't getting married as we baby boomers did in, the tw- uh, in our 20s. They're waiting until their 30s, and this guy has a reason for that, but uh, he says – that uh, cuts to retiree-focused benefits are scarier, while long-term problems such as excessive student debt, climate change, and low birth rates are more easily ignored. So if you are already old, you're going to be worrying a lot more about how to pay for Social Security and make sure that stays solvent than you're going to worry about uh, these kids who have student debt. That's their problem. I'll be dead. What do I care? you got to pay off 20 years. Um, so the political ascendancy of the boomers brought with it tightening control and stricter regulations, making it harder to succeed in America. And what he means by that, um, the, the baby boomers who got into government were very much into control. So he says zoning codes in America have their roots in the early 1900s, but most zoning was intended to protect property values for homeowners or to exclude certain racial groups for many decades, though zoning codes were relatively limited. The problem is now is that uh, there are all these land use rules that make it hard to buy land and make land very expensive. And that means that people who are not old and not already settled and already retired or already uh, have made their money and are pretty well, pretty comfortable getting ready for retirement, um, they already have their homes and their property and they've seen the, the, the value in it go up. He says these decades when the political power of the baby boomer generation was rapidly rising saw a sharp escalation in land use rules. One of the best examples of that is in San Francisco where they have – that's why people are pooping on the streets. One of the reasons it's so hard for people to afford real estate out there. And the baby boomers who uh, have been in charge out there for 20, 30 years, they came up with these ridiculous rules that make it so hard to uh, either have a, a property to rent in the city or to build anywhere around the city that real estate prices are ridiculous and nobody who's not already wealthy can afford it. So if you're a 25, 35-year-old person, you don't have the money to buy it. So they made it tougher to build homes. Uh, today, strict land rules, whether framed as rules about parking, green space, height limits, neighborhood aesthetics, or histori- historic preservation, make new construction difficult. Even as the American population has doubled since the 1940s, it has gotten more and more legally challenging to build houses. The result is that younger Americans are locked out of suitable hi- housing. So there you go. You want to buy a house? You can't? Blame me. I'm a baby boomer. I did it. It's my fault. Well, it's actually people who, uh, from my generation, who did it. Um, So uh, what happens is that um, they're they're living, people have to rent or live in more crowded housing. They tend to postpone the major personal events marking transportation into settled adulthood, adulthood, such as marriage and childbearing. So uh, there's the reason, maybe, that people are getting married in their 30s now instead of their 20s, because it takes so much longer to, to be ready to be married because you can't afford a house. And you can blame that on the baby boomers. And I do. I, I mean, it all makes sense to me that it's, it's, all about, it's all about big government. And my generation has been in charge here now for, for quite a while. And not that they've invented it, but they've they've perpetuated it and uh, and and um, amplified it. 
So he says here, stupid permits restrict young people's employment, too. They also made, he's talking about baby boomers now, they also made new rules restricting young people's employment. Laws and rules requiring workers to have special licenses, degrees, or certificates to work have proliferated over the past few decades. And while much of this rise came before boomers were politically active, instead of reversing the trend, they extended it. So... Uh, he's saying, do you really – licensing rules make existing workers richer by reducing competition in their fields. So you make it harder to get a job that you have, then you you make your job more valuable because you are a, 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 a rare commodity. So he says here, do you really need hours of coursework and special exams to be a florist? An interior designer or an auctioneer, you need permits for those things. And, and conservatives have been talking about that for a long time, that, uh, that there's, you have to have a permit to, to do things that, well, he just said it here, florist. You need a permit to be a florist? If you don't like the guy's flowers, don't buy them. Uh, but you have to have a, 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 a permit. Shifts, uh, this shifts income towards older workers. By shifting income income toward older workers, when licensure licensure standards exclude felons, they also disproportionately affect minorities. Young people, and especially minorities, are increasingly being legally prohibited from work. And it's all because of the baby boomers coming up with these stupid rules and these stupid licenses that you have to come up with. So blame it on them. Uh, and it says here... That uh, now, even for workers who don't need a formal license, barriers to work have grown over time. Jobs that once required a high school degree now require a college degree. And this escalation of credential requirements has created a kind of educational arms race. The rise in collegiate attainment, again, did not begin with boomers, but the GI Bill was a uh, was what we started, but with the rising availability of higher education, employers who tend to be older than their employees. That's the baby boomers, the old people. They often demand degrees as licenses. So you're out there trying to get a job, uh, and it might be a job that you could do when uh, you could have done when you were a senior in high school. You got to go spend uh, forty-two thousand dollars a year to go to college to get a degree that you really don't need, except for the fact that the employer is making you get one. So employers tend to be older than employees. Baby boomers again. And requiring degrees for virtually any middle-class job was invented by boomers, according to this guy. He says the actual economic returns to a university degree are about flat. People who are more educated make more money than people with less education. But overall, most educational groups are just treading water. The social norm requiring degrees for virtually any middle-class job, are you ready, is one largely invented by boomers and their parents and enforced by those generations. So degree requirements explicitly uh, for generations. This, is, this says uh, ex, ex, are explicitly generational. Older employers setting standards for younger job applicants. So you have some stuffy old baby boomer who uh, didn't trust anybody over 30 until he got to be 30. He's saying, I can't hire. We, gotta, we, can, we only have to hire people with degrees. I don't care whether the kid can do it or not. I need a degree. So blame it on the baby boomers. Uh, but he says the most glaring example of growth and regulation and control is also the easiest one to pin on baby boomers, and that's the incredible rise in incarceration rates. So even, you know, you hear that about that all the time. He blames that on the boomers. Uh, so... This is this is a, a long piece, but he's got it. He's got it pretty well covered. Baby boomers might want to respond with a law enforcement crackdown, but the scale of the response was disproportionate. The rush to respond to a social ill with control, with extra rules and procedures, with the commanding power of the state, has been typical of American policy making the post-war war period, and especially uh, American policy making in the post-war period, and especially since the 1970s. More baby boomers. And then there's debt. Uh, on a larger scale, the problems of entitlements, pensions, Social Security, Medicare, federal, state, and local debt are becoming more severe all the time. Uh, already in places like Detroit, Illinois, and Puerto Rico, where political rules make flexible solutions hard and the population is aging, massive debt restructuring loom large. But around the country, the pressures of long-term obligation will grow. So paying off entitlement uh, means, le- for, means less take-home pay for the young people. Because the baby boomers are now retiring, and the young people are going to have to pay for their 
pen for their Social Security and Medicare because everybody knows what what those uh, or those um, those entitlements look like as far as their uh, their future and and what's what there's just no way it's going to be paid off. They're going to have to come up with something. But guess what? The baby boomers are going to be dead when you're when you're trying to pay it off. And you'll be out there working. People like poor Erin in there, the producer, she's 29. I'll be dead and she'll still be paying for my Social Security that, I, that I'm going to collect next week. So there you go. It's all the baby boomers' fault. Worst generation. I'll leave it at that. Your sons and your daughters are beyond your command. Your old road is rapidly aging. Please get out of the new one if you can't lend your hand For the times they are changing Have you heard the crack of the bat, the cheers of the crowd? Have you seen the smiles on the faces of the players as they take the field? I'm not talking about the Pirates. I'm talking about what's happening in Moon Township that can only be described as a miracle. This is John Steigerwald. With the help of Pirates Charities and people like yourself, the Miracle League of Moon Township has broken ground on a brand new ball field and adaptive playground where athletes with special needs can play regardless of their ability. At miraclesinmoon.org, you can see the stunning plans for the 9,500-square-foot playground and state-of-the-art ADA-compliant restroom facility with showers, wave technology, multi-level fountains and sinks, mechanical changing tables, and more. It's incredible. Our goal? To raise the remaining funds they need to bring it home by first pitch this September. Check it out at miraclesinmoon.org slash donate and make your tax-deductible gift today. That's miraclesinmoon.org slash donate. This message paid for by Robinson Town Center, a Zamias Properties entity. Recent storms have done a number on Pittsburgh homes and businesses. This is John Steigerwald. If you've had damage to your roof, windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. All you have to do is visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and of course windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. Why pay twice as much with other companies? Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company at windowsrustpittsburgh.com. Mention STAG for an additional 10% off at windowsrustpittsburgh.com. That's windowsrustpittsburgh.com. Windows R Us, proud sponsor of the Jerk of the Week, heard every Friday right here on the John Steigerwald Show. windowsrustpittsburgh.com. Hey, it's John Steigerwald. So the people at my pillow said, hey, John, can you try out a my pillow and let us know what you think? I was skeptical. I mean, it's a pillow. But what did I have to lose, right? I'll tell you what I lost. Interrupted sleep. No more folding the pillow in half. No more flat, lifeless pillows. So I'm letting you know you need my pillow. Well, not my actual pillow, but you know what I mean. Your own my pillow. It stays cool all night long. No more waking up at 3 a.m. to flip to the cool side of the pillow. It keeps its shape. No more reshaping your pillow in the middle of the night. It comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Try it. Don't like it? Return it. My pillow comes with a 10-year warranty. Do you have a pillow that comes with a 10-year warranty? You can toss a my pillow pillow in your washer and dryer and it's like new again. Try doing that with your pillow and see what happens. Get a two-pack of my pillows premiums for $69.98. That's only $34.99 per pillow, which is the lowest price ever offered on radio or TV. This offer is only available at mypillow.com or call 800-716-8087. Use promo code STAG. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Christian Faith Publishing helps thousands of authors just like you publish their books with a company dedicated to strong Christian values. To help you get started, we want to send you our free author submission kit. Christian Faith Publishing reviews every book submitted to us. And if your book is approved, we'll edit, design, print, and distribute your book online and in bookstores everywhere. Imagine seeing your book in specialty Christian bookstores, Amazon, iTunes, Barnes & Noble, and many others. It could happen. And it all starts with one call to Christian Faith Publishing at 800-566-1012 for your free author submission kit. If you have a novel, children's book, poetry, biography, or any inspirational work you've written, we can help you get it published today. Shouldn't you work with a publisher who shares your Christian values of integrity and honesty? You can get your book published. So call for your free author submission kit right now. Call 800-566-1012. That's 800-566-1012. 800-566-1012. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. 
somebody sent me this. Uh, I don't know the name of this. I don't know anything about this uh, organization, but it's a uh, it's a it's an organization called Some of Us S U M O F U S, and um, this person has a uh, I guess follows this gets emails sent to him, and this is what he got in the email. Today, six migrant children have died in U.S. custody this year. Hundreds more are held captive in filthy, overcrowded camps without access to soap, clean clothes, or showers. Home retailer Wayfair is helping to furnish these facilities. Yesterday, hundreds of Wayfair employees walked out to protest their employees' $200,000 contract to supply bedroom furniture to a concentration camp. Just right out says that it calls it a concentration camp in Carrizo Springs, Texas. But Wayfair CEO Niraj Shah insists it's his company's right to profit from the atrocities happening at the border. It's time to escalate the pressure and show Wayfair just how many of us support employee calls to cancel the contract. I'm, I'm going to go look to see if I can buy something from Wayfair tonight. Uh, psychologists warn that separating children from their blah, blah, blah. But the thing is that they refer to this just matter-of-factly that it's a concentration camp. Now, the thing that you hear every five minutes is is people complaining and and maybe rightly so about kids having to sleep on concrete floors with uh aluminum foil blankets so they went out and bought beds for them to sleep in and now there's something wrong with wayfair sending making money on the sale of the beds uh if you're gonna buy beds somebody's gonna have to sell them to you or should wayfair give them away buying the beds you know that's what the government's supposed to do with tax dollars. You know that's what the that's what the Congress is supposed to do, authorize the spending of government money to buy things like beds for a detention camp that wouldn't be in the kind of shape it's in if the people would just wise up and stay home. Don't bring your kids and try to cross a river with a don't try to cross your the river with a two year old. Uh, so, but it's just the way that it's just matter matter of factly um, described as a concentration camp. And that's like, it's, accept, it's accepted. The, the stupidity that's out there is just beyond belief. And you'll see more of it tonight on the debates. Lots of it. We'll talk about it tomorrow. See you then. The John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.